Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Some potentially very good news on the COVID 19 vaccine front propelled U.S. stocks higher overnight and is boosting Asian shares this morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average jumped nearly 4%. Tech, financial and industrial counters were the biggest gainers. The S&P 500 climbed more than 3% and the Nasdaq finished up about 2.5%. The rally marks Wall Street's best session in about six weeks. Joining me now to share his insights about what is moving the markets is Louis Teo. He's a strategist with Fullerton Markets. Good morning, Louis. Morning, Michelle. I want to start this morning with news from a Massachusetts-based biotech company called Moderna. It's been testing an experimental vaccine for COVID-19, and the results indicate an immune system response that could fend off the virus. We should caution that the sample size is small, 45, but the results are definitely encouraging. So, Lewis, markets jumped on the news. What do you make of Moderna's announcement, and do you think this rally is sustainable? All right. Uh also, for the Moderna uh, situation that we are seeing now, right, uh, I believe it could be a bit too early to jump onto the uh, bullish rally. So, for the past few weeks or, or, or even months, well, what we have seen is that there are other companies, you know, posting uh, positive results and it is always too early to say, mm-hmm. right? And it, and and eventually we don't really count our chickens until the eggs are laid, right? So so for now, I'm still somewhat skeptical on the rally being sustainable for now. Yeah. Really, even though it is the first vaccine <laughs> result in humans. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we will never know, right? So for the last month, we saw another. Uh, pharmaceutical company coming out to say that, hey, they have positive results. Mm. And eventually, you know, they say that uh, it was all uh, false positives. So, I mean, I mean, for now, I would definitely be still be skeptical on the uh, vaccine being produced in 2021. Okay, right, let's now. see whether I can sway a skepticism. So Moderna shares <laughs> surge as much as 30% overnight. Before they close about 20% at uh, 80 US dollars a share, the company now plans to raise more than 1 billion US dollars in new equity. So, given the opportunity, Lewis, would you buy Moderna shares now? All right. So, of course, if you are looking to buy into Moderna shares, I would say you are slightly late into the game. Mm. Right? So, for those who already bought in, they might, I mean, they will most likely be looking to exit in time to come, right? So, of course, it depends on whether those buying in are short-term investors or long-term investors. But for now, I would say, I mean, if you want to buy in into Moderna, I would say that uh, you are pretty lucky because I think they pr- just got a grant worth half a billion dollars for Federal Reserve. Ah. So this is definitely a very a, a supportive stimulus that could push Moderna higher. But I mean, if you want to buy in now, you are definitely late to the game. So I would suggest you, you should wait for the pullback or look at something else. Yeah, right? I mean, you're buying yeah. when shares are at an all-time high after this vaccine data. But who knows? It could get higher. Yeah, definitely. But I believe there are opportunities out there. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's switch gears now. Chinese President Xi Jinping 
is pledging $2 billion US dollars in funding to the World Health Organization. The Trump administration recently suspended WHO funding, but is reporting considering reinstating it. Another source of tension, a familiar one has crept up between the two superpowers. We've been talking about it a lot on the show, and that is technology. So the US has announced new restrictions on the use of American technology by foreign companies. Analysts say that these restrictions on chip makers could deal a critical blow to Huawei. So, Louis, what do you make of this? All right. So, for the impact on Huawei, uh, definitely we are seeing uh, a big impact, right? So, uh, Huawei got his, uh, his semiconductors or his chips from Taiwan TSMC, which uses U.S. technology, right? And uh, Taiwan TSMC actually supply over 90% of Huawei's smartphone chip. Right, so we are, what we are seeing here is that 67 billion worth of uh, consumer business, including smartphones as well as 5G base stations from Huawei, mm-hmm. will be affected. Right, so uh, so what we are seeing is that uh, definitely the impact will be there, and Huawei definitely not in the best state during this period. But I believe that eventually they will pull through because what we saw was that when Google Store was not allowed on Huawei phone, Huawei came up with its own app gallery. Right, uh, mm-hmm. its own app store. So eventually, I believe that uh, Huawei will find its way through uh, by divers- by di- diversifying uh, its supply chain. Could be pro- uh, could prove difficult at start, but eventually, I believe uh, most countries will be di- trying to diversify away from using US technologies. Eventually, indeed, yeah. So this could be a KO, or it could lead to an acceleration in diversification for Huawei. Yeah, definitely. So, of course, uh, Huawei is looking to, to diversify its chip production to a Chinese firm called SMIC. Mm-hmm. But uh, given this period, it might be too early to say that the switch uh, is possible because uh, the Chinese firm is uh, lack capacity and, and the expertise compared to Taiwan uh, TSMC. Do you think a right? lot of so, a lot of the, mm-hmm. yeah a lot of the fight is going to be around the semiconductor industry, high silicon, TSMC, making the yep. most advanced chips. Yep, definitely. So, of course, I mean, eventually, uh, the Chinese firm might come out stronger compared to the Taiwan TSMC. Mm. But for now, I would say that Huawei uh, P&L or its profit will definitely be uh, hugely hit during this period of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's turn, Lewis, to the commodity markets now. Just a few weeks ago, we were looking at negative oil prices, if only briefly. What a day that was. Uh, crude has surged since then. A barrel of West Texas crude has now, um, let's see, it's about more than three thirty-three US dollars to move. Brent is trading above 35. I saw a headline, though, that really caught my eye. It says the oil rally is running on fumes. What do you think? Okay, so for oil prices, currently it's moving. I mean, we saw that oil prices went up close to 7% on Monday, right? Uh, mostly due to two reasons. Firstly, the opening of uh, the global economies. So the uh, most of the economies around the world are easing its restrictions. So that's one. So I believe there's optimism coming from there. And secondly, uh, oil producers are continuing to cut supply, right? So we saw that Saudi Arabia uh, last week said that its kingdom will cut uh, oil production by 1 million barrels per day, mm-hmm. right? So all this, uh, I believe oil prices will eventually continue to move higher uh, back to its normal states. But of course, uh, the COVID, the optimism might be slightly too early on the opening of the global economies because what we are seeing is that we still don't know what the second wave of infection will be like 
right? So we saw that China, Korea, and even some of the US states already felt the second wave of infection. Mm. But uh, for most of the other global economies, they are still uh, easing on the on, on the restrictions. So it might be too early to say, you know, uh, whether the global economies can be open fully. At this point of time. All right. Uh, it sounds like it's a reality check day. Let's check. Yeah. <laughs> let's check in on these stock markets now, Lewis. Tokyo, Seoul, and Sydney all up more than two percent in early trade. How are Singapore stocks doing this morning? All right. So Singapore stocks, uh, I believe, we are opening green. Right. I think uh, not that much, but 0.62 percent uh, at this point of time. So for Singapore stocks market, uh, usually we uh, take lead or take cue from the U.S. stocks market, right? So uh, usually when the U.S. stocks market is doing well the day before, uh, Singapore STI would follow through, right? And right. it will do as well. But just to take note is that uh, U.S. stocks market rally uh, might not be that sustainable because it is currently moving based on unlimited QE funding and etc. Uh, for Singapore STI, usually we are slightly lagging, right? So, so currently we are seeing positive movement. But I believe eventually uh, we, I mean, once the U.S. stocks market start to uh, fall or start to, uh, or Israeli start to uh, ease, right? Mm. I believe the STI would fall more than proportionate compared to the U.S. stocks market in this case. Yep. All right. Well, great talking to you. Thank you for your insights. He's Louis Teo, market strategist at Fullerton Markets. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.